You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. Finding the right experts to help you grow your business is always a challenge. Chameleon Collective is a hybrid marketing service and consulting firm that is hyper focused on growing businesses, from digital marketing to optimizing your sales efforts. Our experts drive results. Our work and track history, ranging from innovative startups to Fortune 500 companies, speaks for itself. Learn more by visiting chameleoncollective.com or call us at 1 800 914 0245 today. Welcome back into tomorrow as we continue kicking off our 29th year covering the latest in consumer tech. Thank you for joining us on the program. More importantly, don't miss any of the videos of all of our radio and streaming and podcast interviews because trust me, you want to see the guests and the products that we're discovering on the show floor throughout four big halls worth of CES coverage, as well as after-hours press events and other goodies, be sure to check it all out at intotomorrow.com. This portion of Into Tomorrow's special CES coverage from Las Vegas is brought to you by Silvox, weather-resistant outdoor TVs built to withstand all elements. Check out silvoxtv.com. And by Matthias, creators of the world's smallest USB-C receiver for wireless keyboards and mice. Visit matthias.ca. How about some simple screening to save your sight? That gets our attention right away, too, for various eye disease and be able to do it at a low cost. Our next guest has been with us before. We're delighted to have him back because very innovative company doing some things to help a lot of us. Uh, like me, you don't have to be uh, diabetic. You don't have to have diabetic uh, retinopathy issues or anything like that. This can help a lot of folks all around the world. He's the CEO of Retinascope. Jan Borg. Jan, welcome back into tomorrow. How are you, sir? Thank you, Dave. I'm fine. Good. Yeah, good to be back. Yes, and glad to have you with us as well. You guys appropriately are getting a lot of attention. Tell me a little bit more about the company. Yes, we started a few years ago to uh, create solutions for screening for eye disease because um, many people should be screened, but they're actually not. And uh, yeah, in the world, there are billions of people that have uh, problems with their eyes. And we believe that uh, screening should be much better, should be done at primary care or at pharmacies where people are that have the problems and not ha send them to ophthalmologists that don't have time for them. Right, or they, they consider it maybe too expensive to make that kind of a doctor's appointment. So if you can make it less expensive and easier, hopefully we get more people that get their eyes checked. Yes, it can be expensive if you go to an ophthalmologist just like that. Uh, typically, it's it's part of a diabetic uh, program to uh, to be screened. Uh, but the, the main point is that there are a lot of other costs that uh, that people have. Uh, traveling to the ophthalmologist, the time they have to spend, uh, the such societal costs as a whole uh, are, are considered to be very high. Yeah. Are, are they are, in Europe uh, 90 billion uh, a year for societal costs? So nothing to do with the care costs that are, uh, that, that are involved as well. Uh, and that's, that's something that you can uh, uh, improve by bringing the screening to the people, uh, to the primary care. Uh, 
the, even in your insurance network. I mean, those are all issues that people deal with. And it's like, I can't afford to do that. And you know what? I think my eyesight's okay. Well, don't just think it. Know it. Yeah, take action. Uh, get, uh, get screened so that you know that you have uh, no problems. Uh, and if you have problems, yeah, then t deal with it. Because it could take uh, a few years before you actually have major problems. But my father was uh, uh, pro had the problems with uh, age-related macular degeneration for 30 years, and uh, we, we actually have um, a device to show how how bad that is, uh, and how he saw me the last 30 years of his life, and that's not not funny. No, uh, so no, not take take action, uh, get screened. That's a, that's a major message that we have, and we try to help that with technology. And we're not talking about just diabetics either then, right? There are many eye diseases that, if caught early enough, can likely be treated. Exactly. Uh, there are treatments, uh, there are uh, uh, supplements, uh, nutritional lifestyle issues that you can can use uh, to, uh, uh, to prevent them. And we are also looking at the next stage, where the retina is uh, seen as the window on, on the brain. Uh, and uh, there are a lot of uh, developments where we will be able to see in the, in the retina what other kinds of illnesses you have, like neurological diseases, uh, Alzheimer is in... in uh, the retina will show things like that? That is what research is now uh, looking for to to find uh, examples in the retina uh, or with the eye in, with eye tracking uh, to find uh, that kind of disease early, and we want to be in the market with uh, products that that can be used in primary care, uh, not just for eye eye disease, but also for those kind. Being in the market is very important in that sense because uh, the uh, primary care needs to be ready for that, and then currently it's it's a, it's a hard game to uh, to get primary care to do this kind of uh, uh, test because they have enough on their minds and uh, of course I understand that but they can do a little bit better by using uh, 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 easy to use device and uh, I'm talking too long, but uh, that's, that's passion, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And you clearly have a passion not only for what you do, but for helping so many other people. And that's what I'm glad you brought up primary care because you go to your primary care physician and these days, uh, and my doctor's probably listening and watching as well, it's like, well, I'm going to refer you to another specialist. Well, why did I come here? Yes. You know, you want a primary care physician to do some initial diagnosis at least. Yeah. And that's where you guys come in with... Uh, uh, is it true to call it a portable retina yes. exam? Yes, it's, it's very portable. It can also be brought to people like in in uh, in elderly homes. So that that's definitely another other target group. So we, can we get Jamie, uh, one of your folks here, to show us how the importance of of digital imaging and retina imaging makes a difference? So then, if you'll tell us what he's doing as he's doing it. I'm going to have to cross in front of the camera again. Sorry, but there we go. Uh, so talk about the fact that we can't, FDA rules don't allow us to use one of our guy's eyes, apparently. But he's using kind of, is it a fake retina or what? Yeah, fake retina, artificial eye. This is used for training as well uh, to, to make, uh, to, to understand how to do this. Um, so he makes an image of the, of the sorry, he makes an image of the retina uh, and, and that can be uh, easily transported into an AI system to do the analysis so that connection uh, is, is right there and uh, what we do is is make sure that that this works properly and works fast so that there's no delays 
And uh, so in this case, uh, you're able to see that clear enough, Chris. Uh, we're obviously seeing the retina and a whole lot of what nerve endings and things. Does this show a particular problem? For example, if if I if a primary physician has your retina scope and uh, pa basically just points it to our eye and says, yeah. "Here you go," and this is what it shows. Uh, a specialist will see what is the what is the problem, yeah. and this uh, this particular uh, uh, retina fake retina, as you say, doesn't show a, a, a particular disease. We could do that. That's something that we're working on for the longer term so that we can say, okay, this is this is what uh, uh, diabetic retinopathy looks like in a training eye. Uh, but the, the, that's something for the AI to uh, to help with. Oh, and it's AI. something to help primary care physicians too, right? Here's here's what it shouldn't look like. <laughs> yeah, they don't need to know exactly what, what they're looking for. Uh, that's a specialism. But the ophthalmologist uh, uh, can also do this from a distance uh, and uh, and have a look at what what's going on uh, not just for retinal disease but also for other diseases that you could uh, see and then the next step uh, an ophthalmologist can decide okay this this person needs to be seen quickly mm -hmm. and this person can go into the waiting list waiting lists are very long uh, in most countries three to six months and the effect for the US is that 12 percent the, the number of ophthalmologists will Will, uh, go down with 12% in the next five years. So this is going to be a major problem to uh, to use ophthalmologists wisely and let them do what they're good at and not, not seeing people that don't have any problem. Oh, for sure. And I love how you included perhaps uh, an old folks home, if you will, for lack of a better term, because a lot of those patients have very much difficulty with transportation or otherwise. But is this something your retina scope available now? Uh, in Europe, this is available now, and the first projects are coming along, uh, also for elderly homes, mm -hmm. and for service providers that do this with with uh, uh, family doctors. Uh, we hope uh, with uh, with uh, our partnerships in the U.S. that we are trying to get here uh, to be uh, uh, in the U.S. market in the next few years. Uh, the more partnerships, the quicker that can go, because in principle, we're ready for it. Yeah. Oh, of course. And I would imagine traveling clinics. This is perfect for them. It's a small enough device that can make a huge difference for the patient. Yeah, exactly. Find, find uh, the possible patients uh, uh, early so that they uh, can get treatment or, or even uh, a food supplement to, uh, uh, to prevent uh, going blind. So even though the FDA won't let you use my eye in this case and, and put it on the air, etc., uh, if you were to use this on me, you would see diabetic retinopathy because I am diabetic? Well, that's not said. Uh, I hope you won't have it, yeah. but it's very likely that you have it after 10 to 20 years of, of diabetes. You will probably start to see the R. And uh, uh, also, if you have people that don't know that they have diabetes, some of them already developed the R. So uh, this kind of screening program can also find diabetes patients uh, before they actually, uh, by, by seeing that they have the R, before they know that they have diabetes. So that's the way to, to go. Uh, screen as many people as possible for eye problems. Include uh, uh, as many uh, diseases as possible, including in the longer term neurological diseases. And uh, that way, find people that, that can be treated early. 
Well, Jans, I hope you and your team keep up the great work that you've been doing because you are saving eyesight literally around the world, and, and we congratulate you for that. Keep it up. We hope to, uh, to have a lot of uh, impact in that uh, field. Uh, we need a lot of uh, partnerships and support, so uh, great to, uh, to talk to you about this. It's our pleasure, too. Retinascope.eu is the website. More info, especially if you're a primary care physician or you run a mobile clinic or you're an ophthalmologist or optometrist, whatever the case, this is going to help a lot of your patients or yourselves look into it at retinascope.eu. Thanks for joining us again this year. Thank you, Dave. I'll see you next year. Yes, indeed. And I'm sure you'll have even more to show, and that's pretty cool. Check out the video at intotomorrow.com. You want to see what a fake retina looks like? We show you in this interview. I'm Dave Graveline. Stay tuned as CES coverage, our 29th year as we just launched, covering the latest in consumer tech, continues from the various halls in the CES show floor. Stay tuned right here on the Advanced Media Network.